team, I've been doing my own thing, making my own moves. 24-7, 365. I wear what I want, say what I want, and I will not hesitate to do a spontaneous cartwheel if I feel so moved. Oh, crap! Not to brag, but being 13 means I'm officially a grown-up, at least according to the Toronto Transit Commission. Good for you. about the hustle, am I right? It is a an Asian tween fever dream. It is uh, like going back to middle school, going yeah. back to the early 2000s. In and all the best, in all the most painful ways. Yeah. I mean, I think it'll bring you right back to the moments that you kind of try to forget. Yeah. But when you watch it on the screen, it'll feel like you're right back in there. Yeah, yeah. And it captures all of the awkwardness yeah. and cringiness of being 13. And, and we can... have a boy band. Yeah, we have a boy There's the first band. animated boy band. Come and they're on. so hot. Watch they're super them. hot. Watch them. Yeah. <laughs> this is an MSG pod special on Disney and Pixar's latest feature film, Turning Red, directed by Domi Shi and produced by Lindsay Collins, both of whom you just heard speaking there. Turning Red introduces us to Mei Lin Lee, a bright, confident, slightly geeky 13-year-old, torn between being a good girl for her tiger mother Ming and the chaos of adolescence. This is a coming-of-age movie and feels very much like a natural progression from Disney and Pixar's Inside Out. But whereas that movie dealt with what was going on inside the main character Riley's head, in fact, the Japanese title was literally Inside Head, Turning Red's main focus is what's happening to Mei Lin's body. But it all stems from the same thing, because whenever Mei Lin, or Mei to her friends, gets a little too emotional, she poofs into a giant red panda. As the director Domi Shi says, it's kind of like the Incredible Hulk, but cuter. The main character Mei is voiced by newcomer Rosalie Chiang. Let's hear her take on the movie. Uh, Turning Red is about um, Mei, a 13-year-old girl. She's trying to navigate all these different lives, her friend life, her social life, her family life all while um, not trying to lose herself. And in the midst, she turns into a red panda and she's going through this entire big change. She's messy, she hates it, but throughout the movie, she tries to um, navigate um, through all these different aspects. Demi, who also directed Pixar's 2018 Oscar-winning short Bow, says that when she was asked why the little dumpling was male, she replied it would take a whole feature to unpack the mother-daughter relationship. And that feature turned into Turning Red. And while May's mother seems just as intimidating as the mother in Bao, she at least, spoiler alert, doesn't try to eat her. Disney and Pixar were lucky enough to get Killing Eve's Sandra Oh to be the voice of Ming, May's proud, hard-working and extremely overprotective mother. And Sandra had this to say about her role. I play the character of Ming in Turning Red, who is May's mother. Uh, and in some ways... It not really the antagonist of the film, but uh, May and Ming have a, as, as I think we all do, a loving and um, strained relationship with her mother as she's going through puberty. So I really come in as the loving and hypervigilant figure. I was excited to work with Domi Shi, our director, who is a fellow Canadian. It's set in Toronto. But really the fact that the film is focused on a 13-year-old Chinese-Canadian girl who's going through amazing changes in her life. I mean, I really, and, you know, talking about a relationship between a mother and a daughter and talking also about um, tradition and culture. I really wanted to be a part of that. Domi says, Ming is a compilation of all the very strong and awesome Asian women in my life. Ming can be intense, but all of the crazy stuff she does is motivated by her love for her daughter. 
and have to say that throughout the movie, it was Ming's story that struck a chord with me. My adolescence was 30 years ago, and I was already an adult in 2002, which is when the movie is set. I also have a daughter who's just turned nine, and she's already as bright and geeky and confident as May, and I spend way too much of my time worrying that I'm too strict or not strict enough. In fact, part of me is even debating whether or not I should let my daughter watch Turning Red, which is, as Domi says, an Asian teen fever dream, which may in fact be proof that I am turning into my own mother, as well as May's. But that's not to say that I didn't identify with May at all. When I was her age, I was May, says Domi Shi. I was writing Harry Potter fanfiction, passionately drawing fan art. Now that I've grown, I know so many amazing women who all had nerdy beginnings. I just wanted to show that with May. And anyone who knows me, or at least my social media persona, will know that not only did I also have those nerdy beginnings, but for better or worse, I am still that geek. Although these days, my fanfiction and fan art is strictly devoted to the Jason Sudeikis show, Ted Lasso. And talking of May, producer Lindsay Collins had this to say about the new star who voices the lead role. Rosalie is this amazing girl who's super close to her mum. She was homeschooled and an A student. In many ways, she's just like May. And it seems Rosalie would agree with this assessment. I was um, 12 um, when I first uh, booked, like, uh, when I first booked it, and um, um, I was going through the same changes that she was going, because 12 to 16 is when I was um, with the movie, and um, to really resonate with her as a 13-year-old girl. So now let's hear what Domi Shi and Lindsay Collins have to say about how Turning Red came together. So this film started in, in 20, 2017. Yeah, 2017. 2017, and uh, that's when I pitched it as an idea for a feature film to Pixar. And uh, I was really just passionate about telling a coming-of-age story revolving around a girl because I felt like when I was May's age, when I was 13, but there weren't a lot of stories that like talked about like all of the craziness that happens to you and your body and your emotions um, when you're going through puberty. So I really wanted to make a movie yeah. to give to that 13-year-old version of myself. And I think everybody at that time, we'd obviously had all seen Bao. Um, and so we were like... What is the, What is she going to do in a feature <laughs> film? And obviously when she pitched this one, everybody was on board almost instantaneously. Yeah. And so we started and we started going into story and writing and editing. And that lasted for about, about a year yeah. until we kind of started to get stuff into production. And then just as we started to get stuff into production, oh, look, there was a global <laughs> pandemic. And star Sandra Oh found making a movie during these conditions an interesting experience. I went up to Pixar on March 9th of 2020 and I got this job and then never saw anyone again <laughs> other than on Zoom because actually making this film during the pandemic we were all quite separated but also so it was such a loving atmosphere whenever we got together. Damien and Lindsay agree that in a weird kind of way working out the logistics helped bring the team closer together. A lot of awkward Zoom meetings. A lot of awkward Zooms. Yeah, but we managed A lot of to... crying babies in the background yeah. and dogs and, and dogs gardeners. Barking, and, yeah, yeah, all that stuff. But yeah, it felt like it was almost a flashback to the original days of Pixar where we were trying to figure it out as we went along, which in a weird way kind of gelled the crew together, I think. And then, yeah, fast forward um, to, you know, getting it all the way through post and we actually got a chance to show it to the whole studio. It was the first time the studio had been together in almost two years and we showed it to them in November when we finished it. So. Yeah. That was incredible. Yeah, it was, it was kind of an incredible went. time. Yep. It's also worth noting that this is not only the first Disney Pixar feature-length film to be directed by a woman, but it's also the first to have an all-female leadership team. And women, well, we get stuff done, whatever life throws at us. 
Here's another clip from the movie. Is it a fever? A stomachache? Chills? Constipation? Oh. Wait, is it that? Did the did the red peony bloom? No. Maybe. <gasps> of course, earlier I said I identified more with the mother Ming than the main character Mei, but you know I then found myself experiencing the kind of mortification that Mei faces a number of times throughout the movie. Because thanks to the agency Media Hive, I was granted a video interview with Turning Red's director Domi Shi and producer Lindsay Collins. And then straight after I asked them my first question, the sound cut out at my end for no apparent reason, and I was so embarrassed that I wanted the earth to swallow me whole. Thankfully, they let me have another bite at the cherry. Right, let's pretend I haven't spoken to you yet. Okay. Um, <laughs> Hi ladies, I am Mimi from the MSG pod. It's a food and culture podcast. Um, now that I've got you, I want to say huge congratulations because, you know, Domi, the Oscar winning Bao, Lindsay, the Oscar winning Worley, you know, I'm going to just fangirl for one second. <laughs> um, let's talk about Turning Red though, because this yeah. is why we're here. Um, Said in 2002, which is when Domi was 13, I think, which is the same age as Mei Lin Lee, who is our star. Um, how much of you is in Mei? Yeah, uh, a bit. Uh, yeah, Mei is definitely inspired by the 13-year-old version of myself uh, uh, at that time period. Uh, yeah, like, I feel like she's like I was definitely as as dorky and ob as obsessive as she was. I definitely had a secret sketchbook under my bed. <laughs> my parents to this day have never found, hopefully. <laughs> uh, but I think you know she, she's a lot more confident than than I was back then. And I think you know that be because we wanted to like write this aspirational character that you immediately kind of fell in love with yeah. and you wanted to root for from the very beginning. Um, yeah, she. She's like me, but like, like a little. Redo? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Who you wanted to be a little bit. Who I wanted yeah. to be. Me, Jesse Duff. Yeah. And you mentioned this, the sketchbook scene. So that yeah. scene in her bedroom is, I think, one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Um, <laughs> was that as fun for both of you to bring to life? For sure. I mean, that was a scene. I think that was, was that our first scene in production? It was, I think, one of the first two scenes that yeah. we put into production because it was so funny and it worked so well from kind of the very first time it was boarded mm -hmm. um, that it just was always that moment. And we all felt it like, even though we knew it was coming, we would all just find ourselves like cringing and be yeah. like, Oh no. <laughs> um, and it doesn't matter, boy, girl, you know, if you were Asian, not Asian, all of us like viscerally felt <laughs> that moment of the embarrassment and also just that, like secretive, like, oh, I know I shouldn't be doing this, but I can't help I it. I can't stop. I can't stop. So yeah, <laughs> that, was, just that like, was a fun scene. It's the red mist, which is kind of, I guess, sort of what happens when she turns into the red panda, right? That yeah. Is so if you guys couldn't be a red panda, what animal do you think you would turn into when the red mist hits you? Oh, uh, for me, probably like a, like a feral cat. <laughs> Um, only cause I'm, a, I'm a cat person and I'm fussy and neurotic sometimes like cats. I feel like I do that. Like, like I'd arch my back and all my hairs would stand up and I would like do an awkward crab walk <laughs> away and, and, and hide in a, in, in a closet somewhere. 
What about you, Lindsay? Uh, I think uh, for me, I would probably, it would be like a lion or something just because I think that they're like, they're fierce, but they're also, um, there's something really kind of, I don't know. I think about them as being like maternal and, and, um, and being like kind of cute at the same time, which I love about the red panda. Cause as, as much as she's like this beast or the way she thinks about it is a beast. It's not, it's so cute. You know, yeah. at the same time, you're like, ah, oh, like her friends love it. And yeah. so I know that there's this kind of mix of both feeling like totally gross and uncomfortable in your own skin, but that everybody else is willing to embrace it and love it. So mm-hmm. I like the completely, mix. Completely. Um, so Bao, just going back to the, briefly, it was notable for the lack of dialogue, but turning red is kind of the complete opposite. There's like nonstop talk and chatter. How how was the contrast? Was that a challenge? Did, how did that feel for you, Domi? Yeah, it was definitely a challenge to go from a short film that was only eight minutes to a 90 minute feature. There's just so much more story that you're responsible for and so much more runtime. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. And you you have the opportunity to go a lot deeper with exploring themes and emotions and the, you know, drama between characters. And uh, yeah, it was important for us, like, to make May feel like a real 13-year-old. So when she talks mm-hmm. and, like, when she chats with her friends and hangs out with them, that the dialogue never felt too, like, adult. Right. Uh, that, like, when when they were, like, talking to each other, that it still felt like she was a 13 year old girl. So I, I feel very, very like proud of Yeah, You and Julia were so good at writing kind of um, dialogue that was funny and felt of the time. Sometimes I would be like, I don't know if my kids would say it that way. Or like there would be other people in the room like, "Uh, that sounds a little too adult or too aware. But for the most part, like the dialogue was so funny that you guys would write and felt so real. Yeah. Um, And it felt very like it felt very specific to those characters, you know, Mm -hmm. and I think um, it just made the animation, you know, of it so much fun because Mm -hmm. they got to play around and they were given such a great script Mm -hmm. to play around with and and then animate to. I think it I don't know. I love the dialogue in the film. It makes me laugh. The dialogue's beautiful. The visuals are beautiful. I love that it kind of goes from kind of quiet moments, like when uh, May's dad is cooking, to yeah. like the, the showstopper at the end, which is just yeah. un- amazing, just beautiful. <laughs> um, so yeah, just you know, huge kudos to both of you for that. Um, I guess my last question to both of you: Don't we do have to wrap up there? We're out of time. Okay, all right. Oh no! <laughs> Thank you. Bye, Mimi. Thank you so much. <laughs> So as you heard there, I didn't get to ask them my final question, but it would have been to ask what they thought May would be doing now at the grand old age of 33. Me, I'd like to think that she'd just directed her first feature-length movie. Directed by Academy Award winner Domi Shi and produced by Lindsay Collins, Turning Red launches exclusively on Disney Plus on March 11, 2022. This was the MSG Pod Turning Red special. Then.